celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Right now, come on over. one 405 Judy looking frazzled today. She's still screening calls. For the and last- the phone hasn't stopped ringing. Let me catch my breath. You're calling for Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions, or groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, or Vladdy the World famous Russian dog wizard. Stacy working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? Reese Witherspoon taking a little heat for walking around with a python as a purse. Huh. I'll tell you all about that coming up. Also, do you know that your dog can actually lower your hospital bill? I'll tell you how. Coming up on Animal Radio News. That's all on the way, and we welcome back uh, Mark Tuchel and Tails. Hey, hey, Mark, how you doing? Where are you today? I, I am wonderful, uh, enjoying the sunshine and the much drier and cooler air of uh, Sedona. Sedona? Arizona. That's in Arizona, right? Yeah, wow. yes, it is. You clearly paid attention in high school. It's very good of you. <laughs> and of course, you're trampling with uh, the Italian greyhound, uh, the rat terrier, the min pins. What? You have three min pins, right? Uh, yes, a total of five dogs. Got them all off death row. Greta, Eva, Dee Dee, Rommel, and Beanhead, of course. Very good. My favorite there. How big is your RV that you're traveling in? I got a 40-footer, and uh, no, we, we enjoy our, our nice, tight uh, area that we live in. I've got a question about, you know, like traveling with them, though, and it, it's about hygiene. Uh, come over here, Joey. What kind of hygiene problems are you having, Mark? Well, well <laughs> me personally, I got, lot, I got plenty of hygiene problems. I could start with my feet and just continue from there. But I'm going to talk about my dogs because, you know, uh, Joey, one day we're we're running along uh, the beach in the Gulf of Mexico. The next day, uh, traipsing around and, and playing in some Texas desert. And then the next day, we're you know, climbing through the foothills of Sedona. And I realized I just sounded like a tampon commercial. But uh, I'm, I'm more concerned about my dogs here. So they're in all these different environments, so many different bugs and, and parasites a, and everything else. There's a great product if you go to joeyvillani.com that, that, that you'll find. They're the waterless but, product, right? They, 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 exactly. I got a great waterless product. But really, the, the dog doesn't have to be bathed all the time. There's two things that, that I say. If your dog is going to get dirty, there's two things you need. Is You need a wet towel and need some cornstarch. And what you do is dampen your dog with the wet towel, sprinkling the, sprinkle the cornstarch on the dog. Now, what the cornstarch is going to do is act like a, a an absorbent and it'll absorb the dirt and oil left behind and just comb that through and comb that through and what that's going to do it's going to remove everything it's even going to remove the odors now the other important things you want to have is you want to have like a um like a small flea comb, um, just if there's any parasites or anything the dog may have picked up, that you can go through and get rid of it. And if you do that on a regular on a regular base when 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 you're out, you know, hiking and that sort of thing, it works wonders. It really does. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, how good can that work?" Well, you know what? You try it, and then you tell me, and then you'll say, "You know what? That guy knows what he's talking about." I got another thing, Joey. What about uh, baby wipes or something just to clean their feet every time they come in the RV or they make special ones for pets sometimes some of the baby wipes that you have sometimes the um the perfumes um become a little irritating to the, to the pet so either use the hypoallergenic ones that are unscented or um what you can do is um you know just buy the ones that are made specifically for pets 
The other thing is I would just, you know, check their ears and, and wipe out the ears. Um, you can use a little white vinegar on, on, a, um, on, a, on, a, on a cotton ball or you know, just on a tissue or something to wipe it out and get any dirt and any debris that may have gotten in there just from hiking around, um, especially when you're in those dry environments. Um, you know, you get a lot of dust and, 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 and um, that sort of thing. But um, no, not, not too much you got to do. Brush, comb, no. paper towel, cornstarch. You're really good. Joey Villani, um, pet products, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Joey, uh, should I do the same thing with them bigger gals that I bring into the RV? Yeah, you know what? That, I think you should boil them. Uh, listen, tonight you're in Sedona. Do you know the address of the Barnes & Noble that you'll be at? And this is, of course, for your book. Uh, this is uh, Which book are you promoting, the first one or the second one? Yeah, I'm, I'm promoting both of them. Thank you for allowing me to do that. The first one, uh, called Living Sober Sucks, but uh, Living Drunk Sucks More. And then the follow-up book, which is uh, titled, Okay, I Quit. Now what? <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your whole dream team is here and present. 1-866-405-8405 to connect. It's toll free. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, as well as groomer Joey Villani, Dr. Debbie, and animal communicator Joy Turner. Joey Villani just doing a great job on Animal Planet's Dogs 101. You feel like a star? You know what? Again, it's 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 pretty good because I've been getting recognized again, um, like I was when Groomer Has It was on. Um, yeah. so, so what does that you know, mean when you get recognized? I don't know. It makes me feel. It makes me feel a little bit more important than I really am. Do you so. get uh, into restaurants <laughs> or anything like that? Yeah, you get uh, VIP you know treatment. What? Yes, I, I, it's this is this is this is a, a true story. My wife and I were out in a Mexican restaurant, and when we got home, somebody had um, found me on Facebook and said that they um, seen me at the restaurant that were they were at and they um didn't want to come over and bother me but they just wanted to say that it was a huh. thrill that they were able to that they seen me out and you know in, in this restaurant so it's pretty cool you ever been asked for your autograph at the grooming at the grooming competitions it's weird because it's you know you're like a grooming god <laughs> yeah you know it's it's very strange but you know, I can I can get used to it real easy. Well, I'm very proud of our dream team here at Animal Radio. Of course, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, trying for a Animal Planet uh, show. You can vote for him over at the Animal, Animal Planet website. I believe there's a link at the front of uh, animalradio.com also. Uh, let's see, Dr. Debbie, she'll be answering your vet medical questions. Any one of these people you can talk to now. They're very obtainable right now, here, toll-free. You may not be able to get through to Joy Volani at a restaurant because he's eating, stuffing cannelloni in his face. Well, I'll tell you what, but, you, yeah. you can't even get through to me here. The phones have been so so damn busy all day I here. Know. I I just I just got a tweet. Um, someone saying, you know, we're, we're trying to um send you send you a message on Animal Radio. We can't get through. Okay, well, keep trying if it's busy because the phones are busy this week, and yes, a lot of people are. have questions about their animals for the Dream Team. And uh, we'll go over the phones in just a couple of seconds. Stacy Cohen working on news. What's going on? Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, yeah. Well, they say that anyway. <laughs> if you like relatives and family coming to your house for Thanksgiving and eating all your food that you've worked for three weeks to pay for. <laughs> okay, that's just my little tyrant on it. Anyway, no, I'm happy to have everybody come and visit us. Um, but there is a problem with your dogs. Sometimes my dogs jump on people when they come in, and I'm sure your dogs probably do that too. They're just excited and happy to see everybody more than I am. Anyway, um, there are some tips I have for you from... Uh, uh, Diane Morgan, who wrote a book on how you can keep your dog from jumping and also 
um, smelling your guests in those embarrassing places. All of it coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow. <laughs> okay. G-L-O-R-I-A. Gloria, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. No, Thank you've never you heard very that much. <laughs> I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. What's going on with your pet? Well, um, actually, it's not mine, but it was a, it was one that I had uh, as a kitten, and a friend of mine took it for a pet. And so he's had it for about five years. Okay. And about two years ago, he moved to a different place of living. And since then, from what he's been telling me, my friend, is that the cat has been exhibiting uh, behavior of uh, spraying on things inside the house, um, even jumping up on the counter and spraying there. Mm-hmm. And his computer, he oh. used to sleep in um, during the day. Inside the house, he no longer is allowed to do that. He's banned from being in the house. I sprays the sliding door, the windows. He'll climb up even on the cabinet in the laundry room and pee up there. Got a lot of peeing mm-hmm. problem going on. Yeah. Well, and, the, and he's also biting and scratching. Uh, I've been there where, you know, you pet him for just a little bit and he'll turn around and he'll bite you or, or scratch you. Mm-hmm. So he's not very sociable in that regard okay. either. But that behavior has been since he moved to this new residence. But not only that, my friend has been exhibiting since 2009 some health issues, and so they're trying to determine what's going on with him. So that's, okay. that's why, for me, I'm thinking, is it the house? He's not running around the house and peeing on things, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to ask because <laughs> that'd be too weird. <laughs> Oh, you know, we have we have broached that in, in joking, <laughs> and he, and I said, well, you're not doing it too, are you? Maybe he's marking his territory, and he goes, maybe I should do it too, to stop him from doing that. And uh, my friend has experienced um, burning feet, uh, neuropathy wow. uh, in the lower mm-hmm. extremities, um, tremp some slight uh, muscle twitches, and they're trying to rule out different things and. Um, you know, they can't put a finger on it, but yet I looked up some things online and mold came to mind. So, yeah, now is there a mold problem in the home? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, he hasn't checked for that, but, you know, there has been the um, carpet shampooing um, situation. And I, I said, how do you know it really yeah. dried out? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we get into a really tough thing. And, you know, if we have a, a pet who is having a health problem and a pet owner, you know, I knew that in a lot of cases we want to kind of put them together and, and find things. And there could be something environmental. Um, you know, but I'd have to say it's a, it's a long leap at this point if we don't even know that there's mold in the house to, to say that the kitty's problems are attributed to that. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, for everyone's sake, you know, your, your friend gets the medical help he needs and maybe a diagnosis. But if there were things environmental, old paints, you know, things like molds. Definitely, those can cause some weird things neurologically in pets, um, as well as even some toxic effects. But, you know, I have to say the reality is a lot of cats out there have urinary problems where they're inappropriately urinating. It's the number one reason why cats are relinquished at, at shelters. It's a huge problem, and it's multifactorial. So it's really brought on by a lot of different things, either physically and socially and medically. 
Um, so this kitty sounds like he's got a lot of issues, and we really got to kind of get to the bottom of that. So if he hasn't taken this kitty to the vet and had at least some urinary workup done, that would really be the first step I would do. Okay. Um, All right. Because we we can't really say that you know this is some outside influence if we haven't looked at those very immediate things that are um, very commonly diagnosed in the veterinary office as uh, contributing towards this kind of problem mm-hmm. in kitties. Mm-hmm. So that would be. Um, that would be my first step in the reality there. Now, you know, the biting and the, the chewing, you know, there definitely are cats that are not real cuddle cats. And when you cross <laughs> that line of too much physical contact or you take the petting, the scratching, the brushing, and you, and you pass backwards, like to the back half of their body, they will not tolerate and they will bite. And it's somewhat of a hypersensory type thing. Um, part of it is knowing if your cat does that and you don't touch them there um, because part of it, they can't just control it. So I don't blame that on in calling a kitty a bad kitty if they do that. It's just they got a real light trigger when it comes to that. And um, I try to respect that very much. So I had a cat that was that way myself. And you could pet the front half, but boy, if you went past that middle of the back, <laughs> You were you were dancing with the devil there, <laughs> so. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully this baby, you know, we could get some things going. And, you know, there's a lot of behavioral things you've described, moving to a new home, a sick pet owner. So there really could be even some um, psychological issues that could be related to this kitty's behavior. And, and I think we'd have a lot to talk about to kind of delve into that. So um, I hope that's helpful. And, and maybe it'll kind of help your friend uh, make that decision to, you know, to go to the veterinarian and get him looked at. Thanks for your call, Gloria. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, Bob Vella here for Canine Caviar. At Canine Caviar, we make your pet's food with only human-grade quality ingredients, and we use dehydrated protein sources like buffalo, chicken, lamb, beaver, venison, and duck. Canine Caviar dog and cat foods are formulated specifically with your pet's optimal health in mind. Canine Caviar is affordable. On average, it'll only cost $1.75 a day to feed a 65-pound dog. So go with the best food for your best friend. Don't forget to ask for our free-range, grass-fed buffalo treats. For more information, go to KeneineCaviar.com or call 1-800-392-7. Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog 
presents its annual 25 Days of Gift Giving. Every day in December, you can log on to enter for your chance to win the featured gift of the day. The December issue features contests, adoption stories, destination reviews, where to dine Fido al fresco style, and the perfect ski town to visit with your furry best friend. Visit their website for a free online preview at www.fidofriendly.com and find out what all the barking's about. This last week, I got a bunch of emails, people saying that they really enjoy their brand new Animal Radio Pets and People drug card for getting discounts on their drugs. Not only the drugs for their animals, but their human drugs that are uninsured. They can get between 15 and 55% off. And the great thing about this card, it's free. <laughs> if you want to get it, all you have to do is head on over to AnimalRadio.com and hit the link that says Free Pets and People Drug Card. No qualifying or anything. No forms to fill out, no questionnaires, no prior medical history or anything, huh? Nope. You'll print out the card right there, and it's, uh, it never expires, and it's good at over 60,000 pharmacies. And that includes, like, Walgreens and Rite Aid and Walmart, all the biggies included. So, obviously, the pet's insurance doesn't cover their drugs, but uh, you can get a discount on their drugs with this card between 15 and 55%. We saved $4 last week. That adds up. It really does after a while. I know Joey's uh, he's saved uh, over $30 so far. He, of course, he has a lot of animals that he has to <laughs> medicate. He uses the card on his human drugs and gets the discount, too. Get the card. If you don't have an Internet connection, go ahead and give us a call, and we'll give you the address to send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we'll ma- mail you as many as you want back. This is great for, like, uh, your church or your local senior center, or if you have... Uh, employees in a small business that you, you don't have insurance benefits, go ahead and give them the discount card. We'll send you as many as you want. And, Judy, this one is for uh, Vladi. Okay, we have Nikki on the phone. Welcome to the show, Nikki. Hi, how are you? Good, Vladi's right here. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Yes, Nikki, how can I help you? Hi, I have a seven-year-old chihuahua female who is, whenever I walk her at the park, she's really aggressive. She barks at other dogs. I have to pick her up. Or if I have guests over, my kids have friends over, she barks at them. And I don't like to put her in the backyard because we have coyotes. So what can I do? Okay. Nikki, you have uh, two choices. Um, of course, I'm going to help you with management, uh, this problem. But um, another solution would be fixing this problem. And in order to do that, you have to find someone who would come to your home and help you privately. This oh, okay. is not type of the this is not type of the behavior problem. You can go somewhere in the classes because this is not gonna work. So I will start from the end and have to go to the beginning and help you to stabilize the things because you calling me, I'm specializing in this stuff. And whatever I tell you, this little thing will help you a lot. But first of all, write it down. This is the organization, International Association of Canine Professionals. Okay. IACP, International Association of Canadian Professionals. You can go on there, Fizer Milan, uh, our head trainer. Basically, he belonging to that organization in a big way. Um, our great supporter. So you can uh, Google that organization and put your zip code and find the trainer in your area. But here is what I would do with your situation. First of all, do chihuahuas do these things? Judy, Judy, don't look at me like that because I, you know me. I gotta tell the truth. Mine doesn't do it uh, because you're mixed. <laughs> when the god opened the door, he closed the wind on someone. That's probably happened with Nikki. <laughs> so, Nikki, this is this is Chihuahuas do unfortunately not because they're bad, 
um, just because um, they are very sensitive, they are very insecure, they are very attachable to the people. Sometimes they remind me more of the cats uh, from the cats commercials than the dogs. So, yeah, so so here's what I would do if I were do you. First of all, uh, I would play myself, if I were you, um, a role of the bad cop. So you have to, because the only way your chihuahua, as any another dog, would behave like this, of course, on top of many other things, if it's called compete, it calls, um, um, competing of stimuluses scientifically. So, so what's happening is if you want to make sure your chihuahua or organizing coalitions, I would put this way is the better. She's organizing coalition with you against the strangers, basically okay. telling you, join to me, join to me. We're going to kick his butt. Okay. And you, I will be alpha. You'll be second to me and we're going to live that way. Don't worry. I will, I will take care of you. So you go say, I don't need that stuff. I really don't need. I don't care what you're thinking about yourself. Okay. But I will, I, I will take care of myself. I can take care of you. And according to my rules in my pack, you're not supposed to bark here at all. I am the one who can bark and you're not. So that's clear message. You have to figuratively set up in your mind and deliver practically. How? Here is the how. First, let's start from the easy situation when uh, somebody comes to your home. I'm going to put your little chihuahua in the little crate prior to opening the door. Okay? Oh, and I pri- Yes. And I will oh, stop okay. her from... And will stop her from barking even before that. Listen, Nikki, there is amazing. Just not just because I want people buy these things, just because it works. Just because I created this product for one simple purpose. Even cavemen can achieve the result without any shock collars, without anything. Okay? It just works. Pet convincer. Okay? Convincer. Uh, okay. You just Grab it's a it's a twenty five bucks or whatever. You just get these things. You just uh, push the button, scream the word, whatever you use. You use no, I use ah, and push the button. That dog will stop barking at all. And you, if you use it three four times, you're done with this problem. Once you stop him from barking, I would put him in the crate, uh, open crate, please. No. Uh, close one, no plastic one. It's gonna make worse. Open like a metal one. You gotta right. put it in. Yes. And after the people, so you becoming bad cop. Now Doc is worried about you more than anything else. He lost its alliance. He lost it because the way how you behaving toward your dog will depends how he's going to behave for another people. Now he is not doesn't have support he was looking for. So now what? Those people who come in, they're becoming good cops. And now all what you need to do, you know, to create positive perception, to create positive reinforcement from the people who comes in, how to do that. This is Pavlov did. Pavlov did. Get a telephone back, which make a lot of noises. And because Chihuahua is very easy, stressful, you cannot, uh, treat's not going to work. Just cook. Cook hot dogs on the butter with a little bit powder garlic. Just, just, yeah, yeah, you wanna, you, you have a, you, <laughs> you gotta see the hell right now. <laughs> yes, hell, I know, that's very good. Comes with vodka re- really well too. <laughs> okay, so you fry it and after putting this telephone back and the first thing which you give the people, this back. 
People make, this is the secret now, people make the noise as they are approaching to the dog. If they don't make the noise before approaching to the dog, the dog will percept it negative unless they see something in their hands or scent it. But if you make the noise like a cookie bar, like they, the dog knows it's good things is coming and that's going to be extremely positive. My wife believes, my wife Antonina, she believes every dog, you, you can train any aggressive dog to be the good dog. If um, if you will go to the, for instance, Whole Food and get the liver, like real liver, right. uh, liver, okay. and chicken. She's even telling me chicken liver. Come on over get, here to the microphone, Antonina. Yeah, you, you tell Antonina. Come on tell. over here. So you eat these liver treats? That's what you use? Oh, yeah, that one you can say everybody. You know, you you can just a little bit with butter, you fry this on your pan, the um, liver, uh, chicken liver. From the whole foods I'm okay. buying from for my for my Mika, uh-huh. and uh, the minute you start cooking, oh my God, that's it. Yeah, Does which is why this is really really good stuff, and it works. <laughs> In case you want, do you use good. this on Blade too? Uh, yep. Both. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks. Love you. Okay, so Antonina is the best dog trainer. She trained me really well, she too, did. with this stuff, you know. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, this is really style work. So whatever it comes, you got to get extremes with chihuahuas or any other aggressive cases. Just, just. But the, the secret is put it in cellophane bag, and that's what you're going to do. People come in, you bad cop, people are good cops. You startle the dog, they're giving love. Oh, my gosh, if you will invite five, six, ten, uh, five, six people, relatives, friends in your house and you do this procedure the dog will think like it's, it's a reaction to the doorbell will be like a, a kid's reacting to the ice cream truck you know oh that's a good right. thing is coming so it's it's a what positive trainers using click and treats the only thing i do first i stop it unwanted behavior before i do that stuff that's the only difference is and the, and that's the great device when you go outside and you don't go nutty the same things you know you use pet convincer first pss, Stops. I have to say, good girl. Mama bite, mama lick. It's all over. Thank you for calling, guys. Thank you. Thanks. one 405 We're having too much damn fun today. Dr. <laughs> Debbie, you're, you're a looker. You you have good good looks for TV. <laughs> Thank you. But but not today. Not today because your your lab coat is... Uh, usually she comes in in this nice white veterinarian's lab coat. It's clean. It's bleached. It's it's like it's ironed. It's Real usually crisp. crisp and everything. Yeah, you look a little worse for the wear today. What is I'm all I'm soiled today, yes. It's a little bit of everything. Uh, it's the wonders of the veterinary world and and I'd have to say that, you know, we aren't always known in veterinary medicine for our great fashions. We try to be tidy. But, yes, I have got all sorts of wet stuff all over me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, Vlade, he was uh, he was making fun of it before, and he, he doesn't understand the, the whole white coat thing. But you get, in return for this, in, in return for the fluids, the bodily fluids from all of the animals, you get kitties that purr and dogs that'll lick you and you really have a just a great job there's there's benefits to your job too right yeah there's definitely and, and so many people you know wish they're veterinarians because we do have a really sweet job i gotta say but the one thing we don't have is we don't have the great fashion sense that a lot of other professions get to have and you know we're actually pretty poorly dressed and it's because you know we have to be practical 
we have to be ready for all of the fluids that come our way. And, you know, if you're in the large animal world, you wear coveralls. <laughs> if you're in the small animal world, you like me, you know, maybe a lab jacket or a scrub top. Um, but no matter what, it doesn't stop the stink of the day. And they all drive home and it's 113 in my car <laughs> and I can smell. Mm. That was pig today, wasn't it, dear? <laughs> or a cat urine. You know, it always kind of stays with you. So you would just have to be on the watch for that. And, of course, your, your husband being a veterinarian, too, I bet at, in the evenings, dinner is, is uh, going to be really... Yeah, and absolutely. There's times when, you know, it'll be like, honey, I can smell you. Go upstairs and shower. Yeah. And uh, so we have to. And, you know, some days I can be blessed with one single pet that might give me the little bit of everything, what I call the trifecta. What is that? Any guesses? No. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm Coming not even gonna every, You tell every... me. <laughs> well, sometimes you're fortunate enough to have one pet that's nervous enough that we get a little bit of urine squirted our way. Oh, no. We get pooped upon, oh, no. and then we get the anal gland goo which squirts on us. So that's what I call the trifecta. You know. Oh, you have you have a job. At, uh, <laughs> wow. I that should be you. on that TV show, Dirty Jobs of yes. America. Yeah, that dirty hey, job. Of the he should yeah. come in and, and, and deal with what you're Follow dealing with. Follow a vet for day. a day. I'm all for that. And I think that he would see that, you know, we may not be dressed the best, uh, but we definitely do have the, the great rewards of those little puppy kisses. So, Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, Americans, we love our dogs. Four out of ten households in the U.S. own at least one dog. That's a total of 77.5 million dogs. Study after study finds that pets bring people many benefits. They offer companionship, encourage exercise, foster social contact, and they help people cope with stress. Pets provide special enrichment to the lives of seniors. There's a new study in the Journal of American Geriatrics that demonstrated seniors living on their own who have pets tend to have better physical health and mental well-being than those who don't. They're more active, they cope better with stress, and they have better overall health. They also reported shorter hospital stays and less health care costs than non-pet owners. Well, we've all heard the term soccer mom, but what about dog disc mom or dad? They actually exist. Just as much as we love our sports and activities, many dogs also love sporting events and their own recreational activities. So it's no surprise then that there's an entire culture of dog sports with some canines traveling from all over the world to compete in events for the coveted spot of top dog. So here's some of the top dog sports that are participated in. And maybe your dog might be interested in this. Agility competition. Dogs are well known for their agility and these uh, competitions are one way in which dogs get to show it off. Canine agility contests are usually done on specially designed obstacle courses that dogs run through. There's also dog disc. If your dog loves frisbee, then dog disc competitions may be right up his alley. Herding trials. Some breeds of dog are naturally better herders than others, but 
any dog can actually be trained to herd. It's no surprise then that herding trials are a common dog sport. Tracking, another natural canine instinct, is tracking. This competition is also called a trial. It allows a dog to use his most active sense, his sense of smell, to follow a trail left by human footsteps. They're a bit like search and rescue missions, and dogs who do well in tracking trials are often used for search and rescue work. Confirmation in this dog sport, you don't have to do much other than be born to the right parents. Confirmation is not so much a sport as it is a competition. It's kind of like a beauty pageant for dogs. So what do you think about some of these top dog sports? Would you be able to perform them yourself? How would you handle it if you were matched up with a canine counterpart for one of these sports? Chances are... It would all go to the dogs. <laughs> Animal rights activists have taken aim at Reese Witherspoon. Whew, she's in trouble. She was carrying a bag that appeared to be made of python skin. The legally blonde star was spotted with a $4,000 python skin purse as she strolled through Venice, California last week. Photos of her new accessory have upset officials at PETA. A spokesperson for PETA says no matter how much Reese paid for that bag, the animals paid a much higher price. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Hey, this is Wendy, and Lucky Diamond is on my lap. Wendy Diamond from Greatest American Dog saying, I'm on Animal Radio. Don't forget, spay and neuter your pets. Make sure you grab your animals. Bring them around the radio right now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. There is so much fur in the studio. All the animals here between Mika and Boss and Boog and Ladybug. We should do something with all this hair. Uh, we have. Is it Brad? Bradford. Bradford. Hey, Bradford. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks. What's going on? Oh, I just uh, was calling in with a question about my uh, my Doberman um, Kelly. I've had her for a number of years. Uh, we adopt. We rescued her in uh, two thousand. We lived in Florida where she uh, had been hit by a car, and uh, she moved with us from Florida to Europe to North Carolina, and now we live in Indiana. But she is probably 12, 13 years old. And so I just was kind of wondering. she got a few problems, obviously, with her hip has come back. Uh, She has uh, kind of fatty tumors all over her body. But she Mm -hmm. eats pretty well. So um, once in a while she won't eat, but... But most of the time she will, and she's on Prevacox and PPA and a little bit of DES. So um, I think uh, she seems okay for being 12 or 13, but I can tell that uh, she's, you know, getting to the end of her lifespan probably. And and with that, I also wonder, besides uh, if there's anything else I can do for her health, um, how how she might feel. I, I have like to find out from Joy how she might be able to read her. Okay. 
Well, do you want me to go first, Dr. Debbie, or do you want to go first? Why don't you go first here? Okay. Um, Kelly is such a dear, sweet little girl when she comes in to connect with me. Um, mm-hmm. She wants to tell you how greatly she appreciates everything you're doing for her. She knows that you worry about what she considers a, a leaving of her body, not so much a losing of it, but a leaving of it. And she says at this point, she's not really that concerned about the things that are going on with her body because she knows you'll help her take care of those things. And she trusts you to do that the best way you possibly know how. And she says, but she does want you to know, it. she's hoping she gets another year or two. Mm-hmm to be with you and she says if she gets more than that great but she's hoping for at least another year or two okay well we hope so too certainly and then i'm going to jump in a little bit and um you you, you talked about some of the tumors on her um you know doberman um those are a dime a dozen so as long as those aren't big or limiting her movement um i just kind of brush right over those for in most cases um but you know we I like the idea that you're giving her some Prevacox for pain control, but um, you know there may be some other avenues that we can look at um, to complement that. Whether that is you know things as simple as glucosamine, adding in some other types of um, non-steroid or non-steroidal medicines that can complement that. Um, and in in my office, I use a lot of um, an opioid-like medicine called tramadol, and we can use that along with Prevacox, um, and it just can complement and add to some level of pain control um, that uh, just can enhance things a bit. Um, in some pets, I'll alternate and use a different drug called gabapentin in place of that. Um, but um, that might be something to, to really see what other types of pain um, control efforts we can throw in there. And how, then, you how, know, can you tell, how can you tell when, whenever she really is in pain? You know, it, it can be challenging, but some of the things that we know with chronic um, ongoing osteoarthritic pain is that we'll see muscle loss, we'll see shortened steps or slowness getting up and down. Um, and certainly her activity, I'm sure, is different now than it was years ago. But if we're seeing kind of those evidence things where we've lost the muscle tone maybe in the back end, especially in that previous injury, you know, sometimes these signs are really subtle, but it's just if I were to throw a ball across the room, how fast does she jump up from a lying position? Like most older pets, it's a little bit more of a push-up, uh, kind of a little bit of an effort, um, whereas the youngins kind of pop up like a, you know, snapping your fingers. Um, so if we're seeing that, that alone can be, a, you know, a sign that there's some orthopedic discomfort, some pain somewhere. Um, so for me, I don't rely on waiting to find it. If we suspect it's there, I would rather treat for it as uh, aggressively and effectively as we can. Um, so I would see about that. And then even there's other things that we can try um, if you have the capabilities in your area for things like acupuncture. Um, you know, that uh, modality has helped uh, humans um, for eons um, to manage difficult pain situations so that might even be something to look at as well and then uh, as far as like sounds like you got her urine situation under control she's on the dual medicines of the estrogen and then the ppa which are do different things um so you know that's a a good thing that you've got that under control there and you know appetite wise at an older gal um, i like to keep food bland um so if she's not in the best um point where she wants to eat Sometimes the low-fat things that you can kind of enhance that with a uh, low-fat cottage cheese, white rice, those kind of things added in small amounts to the food might help to stimulate her a little bit with that. 
Um, and then I always like my old favorite, hot dog soup, <laughs> which if I have a picky eater or a dog that's recovering and not wanting to get back to their, their dry food, you basically take some hot dogs, put it in a pot, drain the water off after you boil it with the hot dogs. You can eat the hot dogs. Um, and then take that water and just pour that on the food. And that helps to just kind of flavor the, the kibble and kind of stimulates their appetite when they might not maybe be as up to food that we are normally. But uh might try some of those things and see if that helps her in these golden years. Right now with the pain medicine that you're giving her, whatever, however that's working, um, sure. I asked her how much pain she was feeling. So what she actually shows me what that feels like to her. Uh-huh. And she's, I would say, very mildly in her thought of it, very mildly uh-huh. uncomfortable, but not enough that... She's thinking it's a major thing. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, um, I, I did. I did think about the tramadol, but I didn't know. Yeah, if because she did not appear except occasionally to have that hip kind of pincher once in a while. Yeah, and that's actually what she's showing me. To her, it's just kind of like, well, this is what happens when your bodies get old, and it's in her head. It's just not a big deal to her. Okay, that's good. Uh, she she does. Once in a while, breathe a little bit uh, when she gets excited. It's kind of like short breaths that uh, she mm-hmm. gets now. But I was thinking that maybe it was one of those fatty tumors just kind of pushing on her uh, lung or something. Yeah. And, and definitely, if we've got more you know, ongoing respiratory problems, you know, that might be more a warranting of you know, seeing the vet um, okay. versus some of like kind of the chronic pain type things that we can kind of manage and play on that on a day-by-day basis. So just keep an eye on that breathing. If there's any true degree of laboring with that, that would be something to check out. Okay, that's good. Thank you very much. Thank you for your call, one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. You're new to Animal Radio? Hard to believe. Well, we have Dr. Debbie here answering your vet medical questions. Animal Planet's groomer Joey Volani joins us every week with his grooming tips. Check him out tonight, 8 p.m. on Animal Planet's Dogs 101. Animal communicator Joey Turner is here bridging the gap and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. And Susan Sims just around the corner with more giveaways. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. 
Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. This is Animal Radio. Why we have to dim the lights every time he does his tip? Ambiance, Al. Yeah. Okay. So uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Joey Volani, brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Don't forget, you can get twenty five percent off your entire purchase over at SeniorPetProducts.com by putting the promo code Save twenty five in the promo code box right next to the Animal Radio logo. Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, with our tip of the week, and this is a kind of a big one, so you might want to write down some of these things here. You know, this is pretty cool because I didn't realize um, some of these household items that I that we talk about so much. Um, I compiled a list of the ones, the, the the more important ones that I think that you should have. Sure. And I don't think that if you bought all of them, it's going to add up to $10. So I'm going to go over the list. There's seven things that you should have in your house. Now, I'm not talking about the obvious brushes and combs and the stuff, you know, um, for, for, for tangling. I'm talking about everyday household items. Okay, and we're going to start off with white vinegar, mm. witch hazel, cornstarch, baking powder, Listerine, a degreaser and medicated powder. This is why you need them. The white vinegar and or the um, witch hazel. They're great ear solutions for everyday wiping and swabbing out your dog or cat's ears to keep the ears clean. It's also really good for the dogs that have um, the wrinkles in their faces mm. um, where you can clean that out, okay? And that's going to keep the fungus um, from growing in there. The same thing with dogs that have um, fungusy type um, pads. Then you want to apply like maybe a little of medicated powder, a medicated powder like a foot powder, because it works the same way that like athlete's foot fungus um, would. You know how that, how that will clear that up? Well, it's basically the same thing. It's a fungus. So the medicated powder will um, eventually dry it up and, um, and, 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 you know, get the, get the fungus away. There's two things it does. Your dog doesn't itch anymore and doesn't have that smelly face. The other thing is we've talked about this, which I think is, is it was a great tip was, um, Listerine. Listerine is great if your dog gets sprayed by a skunk. Because all you have to do is either put it in a spray bottle or you can pour it on your dog or sponge it on. And almost instantly, instantly, you'll get rid of that skunk smell. A degreaser. If I find fleas on my dog and I have nothing else or it's a Sunday where I can't get out to the store and I can't find a flea product, a degreaser like Dawn Dish Detergent, Palm Olives, any type of degreaser works really good. Remember, fleas have an exoskeleton, so they wear uh-huh. their, their their skeleton on the outside. So it's like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. You know, oil me? Well, what happens is when you dry out the flea, he can't move anymore because the skeleton's on the outside, so he ends up just drying out, so you don't have that oil can like the Tin Man did to be able to loop himself back up and, 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 and get about, so they just dry out and, and, and die. Cornstarch and baking soda. You know what? It's it, They're really good cleaners. If you have nothing else, or your dog's afraid of water, or you don't want the mess of a water bath, you just need a quick fix. Basically, what you do is sprinkle it on the dog. I would actually dampen the dog maybe a little bit because it'll hold better. Sprinkle it on your dog or your cat. Brush it through. It works as an absorbent, so it's going to absorb the dirt and the oil and, and all the other crap that's left behind that you want off of your dog's coat. Brush that through. Um, that's going to fall down to the ground with um, all the dirt in it, and it's going to leave behind a nice clean coat. 
Those are the seven items, the seven essential items. Under $10, I believe, if you bought all of them. We're going to put and them all up go. at the website there, too, so that if you uh, missed any of them or want to see them again, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Hey, it's Vinny Penn, your resident party animal, coming at you again on Animal Radio. I wanted to bring something up to you. This could draw the ire of some of you uh, animal radio listeners, but sometimes they do like to push your buttons. I think you know that by now. I was at a raging party last night. Just a great, great time. And at one point, uh, everybody was having a great time. And it was a group of people who don't get together very often. And, and at one point, one of our old friends of ours, she said, well, it's time for me to go. I got to let the dog out. You know how it is. Got to get home and let the dog out. And we're just thinking, you know, I had two dogs in my life. I never had to leave somewhere to let the dog out. I, I mean, we don't want to persecute the dogs, but then again, none of us are going to 12-hour-long parties either. This party was roughly going to be four to five hours, uh, from my recollection of, of my two dogs, Rocky and Cruiser. Rocky, of course, being short for rock and roll. We were pretty much on the same bowel movement schedule, I mighty, uh, dare I say, when it comes to me and my dogs. So I'm starting to think, we looked at each other after she left, and my buddy Tommy and I were like, that's the out. Uh, that's that's a girl, that's a dog owner's, I got to wash my hair, out. That's her way of saying, okay, this party sucks, you guys are getting drunk and stupid as usual. Ooh, the do- I got to let the dog out, poor thing, home alone. Leaving a party to quote-unquote let the dog out is the dog owner's equivalent of, I just don't think of you that way. Vinny Pad, Party Animal on Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Larry Blackman, right there. His uh, dog, I believe, bit him in the crotch there. And that's that's, where he <laughs> that's what the sound comes oh, from. That's what he's doing there. Catherine wants to talk to Doctor Debbie. Catherine, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much. What's going on? I had just gotten into the car to take my my English Springer Spaniel to the emergency room because she had consumed an entire bottle of Duramax, which belongs oh to my... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What is, what is Duramax? Uh, Duramax, Duramax is, is um, um, it is uh, like a, I think it's like Advil for dogs. It's, you it's know, for an the anti-inflammatory, dogs. yeah. It's a non-steroid-based anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. so a okay. whole bottle. Yikes! Yeah. That sounds like Thank something you. my dog would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she was three or spaniel, and she'd been put away in the kennel and had jumped over a nine-foot fence to get into the house and then went onto the counter and, and opened the bottle that had a child-proof cap on it with her teeth mm-hmm. and ate all nine-and-a-half tablets. So, so I had just gotten into my car to take her to the emergency room because I called poison animal poison control, and they said that she needs to vomit those pills. And so I just got in my car. I'm driving you know, 30 miles to Arroyo Grande, and I turn on my radio, and it's already tuned to your station, and uh, uh, and I hear that I can call in a call. And so my question, um, the animal um, hospital had said to me, if you can get her to vomit, um, maybe you can tell, but how, and I asked how I would do that. Can I give her Epitax? And they said, I don't know. And so I was calling to ask you if you can give a dog hmm. Epitax. if you think question. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And, you know, there are those remedies at home to induce vomiting. 
and it's not because I'm a veterinarian, I'm going to tell you not to do them, but I don't like them. Um, Ipecac, I don't feel really is all that consistent. The duration of how long it takes to work sometimes is prolonged. It could take as long as 30 minutes. And when we're dealing with the toxicity and absorption, we don't always have that much time. Um, now, the other remedy some folks will say would be things like hydrogen peroxide to induce vomiting. Um, and um, I did do that on my own dog who ate a bottle of medication, a chewable medication, and I can tell you he almost died as a result of giving him hydrogen peroxide. So for me, I would say skip the at-home induction of vomiting. It, it's really something that um, you want to have it done right. And um, with Deramax toxicity, gosh, the other thing we have to worry about is um, that can cause some combination of liver and or kidney problems. So there's secondary care that we would need to do. It's not just getting it out of the gut. Um, we would need to use stuff to, and I'm sure they may have done this where, you know, stuff to help uh, uh decrease absorption of the medication, flush out those kidneys, and really make sure that we don't suffer a secondary toxicity more than just the ingestion-related things. Um, so I don't know, what, what did they end up doing with her? Yeah, that's exactly what was proposed by, by poison control and by the uh, hospital. And so she was on IV fluids for three days to make sure her uh, kidneys okay. were flushed out. And she is perfectly fine now, uh, but I must Good. say it's $1,200 later. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Well, worth it, of course. But I, the one thing I would say to you, and that I'm concerned about products like Duramax, is they're made to smell and taste like food. So the mm-hmm. dog yeah. you know, eats them out, and they think they're food, and it would seem logical to me. And the vet also said to me, I wish they would make them in colors so that when the dog vomits, we can see that they've you know, gotten rid of the tox- toxic um, materials in mm-hmm. their system. So it, yeah, it, yeah. I would. I sort of like to put it out there for other people that you know we should probably contact the makers of these drugs to say please make them. You know we have to put their. You know we put other pills down our dogs' throats. Just let us do that so that we don't have this risk to our other pets. Yeah, and you know, and I have to say, I see both sides of that argument, because my own dog ate a bottle of chewable um, urine continence medication, and um, you know, he was a Labrador, he's going to eat things, and yes, it was very attractive for him, but there are many pets that don't get the care they need if the medication is too hard to get down the hatch, or if the you know family members can't get it in, or or say the family is disabled and it's hard for them to get medicine in. So there's a lot of arguments both ways there, Um, but I do like the idea of. you know, the color coding, um, you know, something like that, where we can really uh, use that to help identify. Um, or maybe they need like a bear, um, bear can yeah. <laughs> for putting some of these medications in. Yes, and you know, I have one at my house. I may have to pull it out. <laughs> but yes, well, so thank you, Dr. Debbie. That was very helpful. And um, we are now, uh, you know, keeping it in a very high spot and, yep. uh, you know, very far away from the other dog. That's the, that's yeah. the takeaway lesson here is to keep your medicines away from your animal. And, yeah, and it can happen to anyone. I know. I mean, definitely. It's easy to kind of slip up and forget one day. But, yeah. yeah, setting those good patterns. And, you know, I have to say, if you're looking back at that $1,200 bill and wondering, did you do the right thing? Absolutely. Your pet is fine and, um, you know, you did the right thing. And, and I definitely would hesitate to have anybody try to treat these kind of things at home because they're really is much more than just getting the stuff back up. So thank you for your call. Great point. Thank you so much for listening, I believe, on KVEC there in San Luis Obispo. How do you get an animal to throw up? I mean, especially Um, a dog that isn't grossed out by anything. (laughs) You know what? My dog, there's many medicines that don't make him puke. (laughs) 
<laughs> everything that should doesn't. Um, there are actually some injectable medicines, even some morphine-like drugs and some anesthetic drugs that have that side effect. So we use those when we have the tricky ones. Huh. It's Animal Radio. Joey Velotti, just around the corner. What kind of tip do you have for us in a few minutes? I got a good one. I have the seven household ingredients that you need to keep in your house at all times for cleaning, for a quick clean, for your, mainly your dog, but your cat also. And this is outside of brushes and combs and that sort of thing. But the seven household items that you need, and I think if you bought all seven of them, it would probably cost you less than $10. Wow, okay, I know you're going to be pissing off some groomers there. Uh, (laughs) Stacy, what are you working on? Well, we've all heard the term soccer mom, but what about this dog mom or dad? You know what? They actually exist. Just as much as we love our sports and activities, there's many dogs who also love sporting events and their own recreational activities, so their mom or dad has to drive them all over the country to compete in some of this stuff. I'll tell you about it. Maybe your dog would like to try it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Let's see. We're going to Dusty. Hey, Dusty. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Uh, I have a dog that I found and kind of rescued. I'm a truck driver. Uh, When he first got in the truck, he was uh, seemed a little scared which at the time he was injured and stuff, and, and as he healed and everything, he uh, got to where he'd just sit on my lap the whole time while I was driving, and now he seems to re- be reverting back to where he's afraid of being up towards the front of the truck, and it seems like the, the main problem is the windshield. And I don't know if it's the stuff that he sees passing by or the light, or the shadows like of trees or something in the sunshine. Uh, but I was wondering if somebody <laughs> might know what to do to help me because he seems awful scared of that stuff and wants to stay in the back of the truck now all the time. Well, let's get in his head. We have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. Joy, what do you think? Hi, and Dusty, could you tell me your dog's name? Yeah, his name is Chance. Chance? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying and, and hi to him, and, and interestingly, it, he's a little bit... Um, apprehensive about my being in his head so i want to back up a little bit and tell him all we're interested in is knowing how to help him about how afraid he is when he's up by you in the truck because he doesn't get front and back he just knows he's much more protected um when he's in the back so is that like your sleeper thing in the back of your truck where he goes yeah, it, there, okay. it's kind of divided by a curtain. I have that half pulled. He likes to go right behind that curtain. Yeah, okay. And what he's showing me, and you might need to have a vet look at him for this, because okay. he shows me that the light, the way, and it would have to do with the differing light, so the shadows and the speed, all the stuff coming through the windshield at him, um, really bothers his head. And I oh. have seen that sometimes with animals that have had seizuring going on. Okay. So you may want to have your vet check him and see um, if they can. And sometimes, from what I understand from vets, it's hard to tell about seizures until they start. But um, you might want to have your vet see what they can find out about that for you. Okay. Because, uh, you know, it, as soon as it gets dark out, he'll come up. Yeah, it's because there's not that whole thing. And from having been in the head of 
animals that are seizuring before. There's a thing about the flashing lights that happens when there's shadow and light and all the speed of how fast stuff goes by that does something really weird in brains of animals that are seizuring. It feels really, really odd to me. So I would definitely get him checked out because he feels like those other animals that I've been aware of, they already are seizuring. Okay. All right. Thank you for your call. Take care, Dusty. If uh, if you need a follow-up, feel free to give us a call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. We get a quick quick sweep. Uh, hi, this is Ben Vereen on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter oh, your sure. animals. What? Remember to spay and neuter your animals. In who? Animal Radio. Hi, Ben Vereen. Yeah. You, it's yeah. ben. I can't get that last word. Spay what with your animals? Spay or neuter. Spay, spay and neuter. Yeah, spay or neuter. Actually, uh, spay is for females and neuter is for males, so you'll say... That's sp- right. That's right. I, I couldn't understand. It sounded like something else. Okay, this is Ben Vereen on... Animal Radio. Remember to spade and neuter your animal for a healthier and longer life. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team is here and in place to answer your questions toll-free. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, as well as groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical issues. The thing I love about Dr. Debbie is because she practices in Vegas, so she sees a lot of different kinds of animals. We all know a Vegas is a kind of a strange animal in itself. It sure is. We get a little bit of everything. I think some of my clients are more entertaining than some of their pets. <laughs> <laughs> How's Boss doing? You know, he's doing really good. He's he's really coming into his own, becoming a, I don't want to say a grown-up boy, but, uh, you know, it was the most funny thing, though. It wasn't so much him the other day that made me laugh. It was my um, other dog, my 90-pound Labrador. Huh. He almost crawled into the little guy, the 12-pound dog's dog kennel. He got most of his body almost oh. in it. He turned his backside. He's kennel trained. And my father said, get in kennel. So he tried his hardest and wedged his oh. back through his body. Oh. He thinks he's the little guy. So he's sleeping in the you know, 12-pound bed, you know, the little dog bed. It, it's hilarious. So, oh, What a family you have. Just wild animals. And speaking of wild animals, today we're going to be talking to Cairdwin. Is that how you pronounce her name, Cairdwin? Cairdwin. Kind of spelled weird. Cairdwin yeah. Terrell, she's the author of a book called Part Wild. She wanted a dog, but she wanted a wolf. And she wanted a wild animal. She went out and got a wolf. Part wolf, wolf hybrid. Wolf hybrid. Mm-hmm. And it turns out just exactly like everybody warns you, Not wild animals idea. don't make good yeah. pets. And yeah. she puts it all in a book. She'll be joining us a little later on. Stacey Cohn, what are you working on? Well, somebody wanted to bring a bull hook. Do you know what that is, in case you've never been poked by one? It's no. a device used to prod elephants. They wanted to take it to Capitol Hill to highlight proposed legislation that seeks to protect exotic animals from abuse. But they were told, you know what, that's too dangerous. You can't get that past security. But I'll tell you what they did. They're protecting those elephants, lions, and tigers in road shows. I have all the scoop coming up on Animal Radio News. If you ever get a phone call at your office and it's Stacy Cohn, <laughs> you want to go home for that day. I'll tell you that right now. Let's see. Let's go to the phones. And let's take another call for Dr. Debbie. We have Robin on the phone. Hey, Robin, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. I am in regards to, I have a girl cat, and he seems to be getting more sensitive to sound. Okay. And I used to have a 
a 17-year-old, she started about when she was 12, same kind of thing. And as it, as she got older, it got worse, even like the sound of a bag or tapping on the keyboard. She would hmm. start jumping, and then she would go into a seizure. Okay. So I'm noticing him right now. It's more with, like, loud noises um, or even just my husband sneezing. He just, like, comes out of his skin and takes off running. So I didn't know if there was something going on. Yeah, now, are these cats related in any way? No, they're not. Okay. And with your other kitty, was there ever anything that was identified health-wise that um, was going on at that same time? No, I want to say she started about when she was 12, but then she started, she got kidney failure as she was older, and so we were doing the IV fluids with her, and that's when she just got really sensitive with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with okay. him, he's he's healthy. And my doctor, you know, I asked him about with my other cat, and they were never worried about it. But I, I don't know if this is the start of something that I should be mm-hmm. concerned about or... Yeah, it, it would be honestly very unusual to have two unrelated kitties in the same house that start to display that type of behavior. Um, that is odd. Now, there are there are animals that can have um, what we call stimulus-sensitive seizures. So basically, it's a reflex seizure caused by something, um, like a person who might have a migraine after being around a flashing light. So it can happen. It's it's fairly uncommon to have a pet that develops this kind of problem and have it be a primary problem on its own, where it's a a smell or a sound that triggers a seizure. But what we do know can also cause this type of thing will be some different medical problems. And um, problems in the forebrain area can be really triggered by these type of things. So that can include anything that causes seizures. Wow, lots of things on that list. Um, So infectious inflammation type problems. Um, In older cats, and I would be a little curious about things like high blood pressure, Um, that can certainly cause different degrees of eye pain or even, um, you know, discomfort up in the head area. So that could even potentially cause a sensitivity to those type of things. Um, so it might be something that I'd be suspicious, especially if your kitty's in that kind of same age group, that maybe we it's time that we get a kind of a full checkup and make sure there isn't something that is starting to develop, whether it be eyes, ears, um, or anything, um, you know, systemically like kidney problems. Um, that would be my first recommendation because the infectious type causes that can cause seizures and that are triggered by sound, that would be really weird, um, uncommon, and hopefully not the case because that would be bad. Then I'd be really looking around your house saying, okay, what the heck's going on in there? Right, Um, right, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the kitty stays indoors or does the kitty go outside? No, they were both indoors, and um, I lost her in January, but now he's, He's just gotten that way, I want to say, within the past six months. If my husband sneezes, if I happen to, like, run into the door and it kind of just wiggles a little bit, I mean, he just, like, comes out of his skin as though it's Mm. um, bothering him. Okay, yeah. And and if, you know, if, if say, you know, I'm jumping way ahead of things, but say, you know, the veterinarian says, oh, everything looks great, blood work looks wonderful, ears, eyes look fine, there's no pressure issues there. You know, if we have pets that have um, reflex seizures where they're stimulated by a sound, um, if there's sounds we can avoid, great, I will eliminate them from the environment. But if not, and we're really escalating to levels of seizures, then I talk about seizure medicine. Um, but that's why, you know, if we get on a long-term therapy like that, I want to make sure we're not missing something that's 
uh, a totally different direction that could be explaining that. So, so, so yeah, let's look in those ears, eyes, nose, and, uh, and get the old syringe out and draw some blood. Okay. All right. Perfect. So it's not anything, I mean, it's not common in older pets. It's just something that may be something going on. I mean, he's not really that old. He's only seven. But. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not a common thing that this kind of thing develops just kind of from age down the road. Um, yeah, I would be really looking for something medically that might be causing that. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks for your Thank call. Thank you for your Robin. call. We, uh, hey, Hal, I talked first, Hal. <laughs> yeah, heal me a couple. We actually have one of those cats. It's been that way since birth. She's just been a little bit jumpy, skittish, and uh, she hears a little noise. She'll jump. She'll freak out. We just always chalk it up to that. That's how she's been, but she's been this way since birth. Then, like Robin's case, yeah. where and that's the difference yes. here. I'd say is that if the pattern of behavior is different from what the cat has always been, and, and some cats have noise phobias, definitely just like dogs, they can be afraid of those kind of things. But uh, yeah, this sounds like a different kind of process for her. If you want to check in with any one of the Dream Team right now, it is toll free. We have several lines open to talk to Doctor Debbie or groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Brought to you by those fine folks over at Stella and Chewies. Dinner for your dogs and now your cats. That's great. My they, cats were always eating it anyway. They were glad eating the dog food? Yes, I'm glad they made it for cats now. Their food is made without grain fillers, artificial preservatives, preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. All that nasty stuff you don't want in your animal's food. And I especially like it since it's freeze-dried and all I have to do is put a little water on That's it. That's it. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, swears by this food. She's been, you know what? Thanksgiving is Thursday. She doesn't want turkey. She wants Stella and Chewy's. She may try a different flavor this uh, Thanksgiving, but yeah, she's just mix loves it up it. a little. Yeah. yeah. Check out their website at StellaandChewy's.com. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Delicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Important medical alert for users of antidepressant prescription drugs. If you or a loved one used certain antidepressant prescription drugs before or during pregnancy, including Zoloft, Depakote, Paxil, Prozac, Welbutrin, Lexapro, Celexa, or Effexor, and have a child born with a birth defect such as cleft lip, cleft palate, club foot, or other heart, lung, and cranial defects, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation and future medical expenses for your child's condition. Call 800-249-1434 now. If you or a loved one used certain antidepressant prescription drugs before or during pregnancy and have a child born with a birth defect, time is limited to file a claim. Act now. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Call 800-249-1434. That's 800-249-1434. The call and consultation are free. 800-249-1434. This is an advertisement. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Carrie L. Steigerwald. Admitted in California. Office address 4350 Executive Drive Suite 150 San Diego, California 92122. Cases may be referred to or handled independently by local counsel for principal responsibility. This is Animal Radio, baby. That they own, I'll be there when you want it, some way, some 
a kielbasa in your right pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> it is kielbasa, because Mika loves it all the time, you know. She just, uh, I use a lot of positive things, it just, you know, when, just when she does something bad, you have to tell her that, you know. I don't worry about if she, her feeling will be offended, because what I would worry about, so she could, she could learn, so the bad things is the bad things, and, uh, because of that, she, I can take her with me everywhere, like I can bring her to the studio. I have no collar on her whatsoever, as you can see. But Antonina has a collar on you today, I noticed that. Yes, yes. <laughs> Antonina visited us today uh, because, you know, we're having some joint time after the show, so she just stopped by and uh, she's watching me like a huck. We just got a call about the pet drug card, and I want to mention this one more time. This is a free card, and you can print it right from the website at animalradio.com. Why is it free? Because it... I don't know why it's free. Why? Why? I don't even don't know why I asked that question it. there. Yes. Uh, just Who cares? take it now because you can get 15 to 55% off any of your drugs for your animals at one of 60,000 participating pharmacies like Walmart and Rite Aid and Walgreens. I'm sure yours is on there. Yeah. And if your vet just says he has medications, ask your vet for a prescription. You don't have to get them at the vet. You yeah, can get a prescription a human and take it to a pharmacy. Yeah. And the vets usually charge more. Also, if you don't have insurance for your human medications, let's say you, you couldn't afford it, or let's say you work at one of those businesses that's going through hard economic times, how about passing this card out to all of your friends at the business there, or a church group? You know, any Anything that you can think of that doesn't have insurance for your human medicine, this will cover it too, and you'll get 15 to 55% off. Uh, Joey saved a significant amount of money. I've saved a significant amount of money and we want to share it with you. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com and click Print My Free Pets and People Drug Card. Let's uh, take one. This is another one for Vlade. Here we have Diane on the phone. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the show. Hello. Where are you calling from? Uh, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, where everything's big, huh? Yeah. Yes. And where the ladies knows how to treat the men well. This is true. But yeah. sometimes the men's got to learn how to treat the women well. Yeah. You <laughs> exactly. said it. <laughs> it. It comes mutually. Let's talk about the dogs now. So what is the problem we have? I own two boxers. Okay. One, First of all, for, hold, on, hold on. For everyone who doesn't know what the boxers are, it's a big kids all their life. It's just the big kids, jumpy. Um, that's their favorite things. The boxer can run through. That's what their boxers are and knock somebody down and child. But they're wonderful dogs with kids. That's a well-known fact. Very easy trainable. Mm. Yes, um, very easy trainable. I love to work with them. Once they got aggressive, just that's come become the problem. But I believe as with every breed. But go ahead. What is the wrong with your boxers? Okay, well, the one is just is fine. He's real mellow, um, laid back. He's awesome. The other one, I mean, he'll listen to you when you tell him to set and stuff, but you can't trust him when you go outside. If you what go you through the gate, he'll stand back and watch. And if he sees an opportunity, he will haul butt. And oh, you mean if he's seen if he's seen another dog, he's gone. That's what you're telling me. I'm sorry. If he's seen another dog, he's gone. No, he that's doesn't all... have to see another dog. He doesn't have to see another animal or nothing. He just like a, he gets these sound, wild hairs. And if like he a, wants out, he takes off. And oh, it takes like, like five and six hours to catch him. Oh my gosh! Sounds like a man, you know? Just uh... huh. he is. He's a male. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, that's what it is. So what you're telling me, he have a bolting out of the door, so for your backyard area, and uh, he he just doesn't want to come back. I think 
what you need to do in this particular situation, more focusing on basic obedience training. Because what the basic obedience training does, it is a setting stage for your authority. And you believe or not, it also serves to improving your relationship. Uh, remember, just a leader, uh, excuse me, follower comes to the leaders, not vice, vice versa. So if your dog does not percept you as authority in its life, he never gonna listen to you, he never gonna come to you, because it's a nature. You know, it's like in your workplace, you know, you coming to the boss, uh, not the boss coming to you and you call all the time. So here's what I would do. So I definitely would be focusing more on obedience training and in response to addressing your the symptoms of entire picture problem, here is what would I do. I will visit hardware store when you're laughing, not two by four. Hell. And you're just so cute. I just want to okay. hug you right now. Okay. <laughs> you should. I, I, I need it. I need it now. Go on. Okay. I would go to the hardware store and I'm going to buy 30 foot rope. Not the 30 foot leash from the pet store. It's not going to work because if you're going to attach the leash, the dog even long leash, even thin leash, the dog will feel it. And if you unhook the leash, the dog will learn like uh, some girls who just graduated Catholic school. Like freedom, that's it. Forget your mother. So what you need to do, you need to create a feeling of being on its own, but still have a, still have a control. That's why where the string, 30 foot string from the hardware store will come, um, into the play. I will connect one part on the collar. What color are you using? Just curious. It's, uh, well, I never did have collars on either one of them, and, and, you know, I finally had gotten some. That's a problem. Well, no, because, see, this dog adopted us. This dog ran wild in our neighborhood for a year. And then one day he just, like, and he was real aggressive. And one day he just Mm -hmm. come on my back porch when I was sitting there, and he just kind of, like, sniffed my hands and stuff. And and I was scared of him at first because, like I said, all year he ran wild, and he's, like, growl and bark and lunge at you. Yeah. But then I he, think you did not, he adopted us. Yeah. That's the problem. Is I think uh, you did not, uh, um, uh, because you did, did not adopt him, you did not socialize him, did not uh, civilize him, and did not train him. So he definitely needs to get the training. Trust me on that. you got to get the training collar and leash and uh, make sure he's obeying you. And the training collar depends of your dog's temperament. Some dogs need I don't know, um, like a soft collar. Some of them need pinch collar. Depends of situation. Whatever will work in your situation. Well, we have got one of the collars that we used on our other boxer. It's like kind of like a shocker collar, and you know we tried it, and oh my god, first time he hauled butt and got behind buildings that he knew. Yeah. He was getting a radio signal. Look. <laughs> but when he's in the house. Look. He's look. In the house, this this color. Look. 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 This color has a lot of controversy, and for you and everyone who is listening. Um, I am very balanced. I have a very open mind, and I'm coming like a last resort to saving those pets' life when all other methods failed. So there is a use and time of application, what would call them remote controllable collars. However, remember, people, even plastic knife, even plastic knife can be extremely dangerous weapon in the wrong hands. If you don't know what to do, see, it's like, like a hammer, you know, you, you, you try to nail the nail down with the hammer and hit your finger. And now you what? You blame the hammer for that? So I would never ever recommend using electronic colors to the general folks 
without professional supervision who definitely know what they're doing because in your situation it may work in the big way. But I'm not suggesting you right now because you're not going to make it. Here's what you're going to make. You're going to get uh, training color. Like I said, I don't know what the color. you could, It could be pinch color. It could be whatever color you have. Well, the color Star mark color. now, I just got. It whatever whatever you have. Whatever you have. Around. Attach the end of the rope to that color and, and the end of that rope attached to your doorknob or somewhere so you could, uh, you know, don't pull your door together with that dog, but something will be stable. Enough to just let you do, just pro- uh, provoke the situation. Just say, okay, you want to go, go. Make my day. Okay, and the dog will run. Okay, and be just before he hits the end of the rope, say, "Name, come." He doesn't. He gonna be stopped by the rope. You can basically fish him in, like a um, fish, and praise him, and uh, try to do it a few consecutive times. The dog's not stupid. They're not gonna do it for more than two, three times. And since he learned its unsuccessful attempt to escape, and he needs to come to you before he get corrected on its own, he gonna come to you all the time that way. And that time, give him a lot of kisses, hugs. Positive reinforcement, uh, petting, and don't be any kind of uh, angry on him because he didn't come the first time. That's how they learn. Again, the, the key is set the situation up and win it three, four consecutive times. Tell him, go, go, please, do it. You want to run, run from me. But the key is to call him just before the leash tights. He comes. Good boy. He doesn't come. You make him come with this rope enough to give him treats. Do these things. That's very easy. You cannot make mistakes by doing this method. Thank you for calling us. And for everyone who is listening, I never believe in anything which, see, this is, this is what I think. If you cannot do it better, whatever method you're using, whatever training tools you, you're using, if you cannot do it better, don't make it worse. Start from the simple things. And if it doesn't work, escalate. But if you get to the complicated things, please call professionals first. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, Harrah's, Rio's, Imperial, all in Las Vegas. It includes the food and the water dish, which they give you when you check in. You get a sleeping mat, and you get dog treats, and you get the specialty room service menu. That's my favorite. Well, it's always fun to order room service, but now (laughs) you and your dog can order room service. Or, here's what we usually do. We let them order room service, and we go check out one of the shows in town. Oh, even better. You could learn more at Caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. Who's there this week? Tonight, this weekend, through through uh, almost Christmas, Barry Manilow is playing at the awesome. Paris Theater at Paris, Las Vegas. Tickets start at $71. And as far as Las Vegas shows go, that's a pretty good price. Not a bad deal. Kind of mm-hmm. interesting that's exactly 71 not $70. Or I don't get it. But he writes the it. songs. Yes, yes, he does. They make the whole world sing. Yes, there you does. go. <laughs> Check him out and bring your animal to Las Vegas. Yes, we had questions about this. You can bring your bird. Joey wanted to know if you, you wanted to bring your bird, can you bring it to Caesars Palace or Paris or Planet Hollywood or Flamingo or the Rio or the Imperial Palace? Yes, you can. You bring to the hotels. All sure. part of the Pet Stay program. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. 
Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Just when you thought there couldn't be any more cell phones, how about a cell phone for your dog? PetCell, the first dog cell phone, will soon be on the market. PetCell is a small bone-shaped phone, I'm not kidding, that hangs on your dog's collar. It works like a regular cell phone with its own phone number. You call in an access code from your phone and you can talk to your dog. Lassie, come home now! The phone also has a sort of GPS tracking device that can alert you when your dog strays out of your yard. Now, there's talk of one for cats, too, but I'm thinking most cats would like a cell phone with voicemail so they can ignore you and come home whenever they feel like it. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Animal welfare advocates want to bring a bull hook. It's a device used to prod elephants to Capitol Hill to highlight proposed legislation that seeks to protect exotic animals from abuse. But they said that they were told it was too dangerous to get past security. They told that story to make the case for legislation introduced recently that would crack down on the use of exotic animals like elephants, lions, and tigers in road shows. Doesn't make any sense to me that we're teaching our children in the United States in 2011 that it's okay to have elephants standing on their head in the middle of a ring and then call it education, according to Ed Stewart. He's the co-founder of the Performing Animal Welfare Society, which operates animal sanctuaries in California. The Traveling Exotic Animal Protection Act, introduced by Representative Jim Moran, a Democrat from Virginia, would stop the use of exotic animals in circuses if, during the 15-day period preceding the performance, the animal traveled in a mobile housing facility. Although there are pressing economic issues facing the country, Morin said that doesn't mean that we can't also find time to focus public attention on examples of fundamental animal mistreatment. Well, Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, often involve visits from the family, and of course, they're right around the corner. We love having those family people come over, don't we? Anyway, unless your dog keeps all fours on the floor, you might be the one in the doghouse. Some people are frightened by a dog. Diane Morgan, who includes jumping up in her book, Complete Guide to Dog Care from Animal Planet and TFH Publications, says dogs can be trained out of jumping at the door, but it's going to take time and patience, and you may need to try different strategies to find one that'll work. Most just want attention, so even simply telling the dog to stop or get down can be interpreted by the dog as attention. The goal is refocus that attention. About 85% of dogs care about treats, and 15% care about toys, she said, so use what amuses your pet the most. There are also things you should not do. Never yell at them. Believe it or not, that's a reward for getting attention. Never shove them in the chest. It'll hurt your dog, and big, challenging dogs like Malmutes, they'll think you're playing and will push back. And never pet your dog on his hind legs. Petting there encourages them to jump up. Morgan says you can use the same technique to retrain your dog who greets guests by sniffing them in embarrassing places. 
come on, they're dogs. That's what they're supposed to do, right? Once you've made progress breaking the dog's jumping habit, ask a friend to come over for a test run before your holiday party or big dinner. Well, barking dogs now uh, could be a hefty fine in L.A. The city council approved an ordinance that fines owners of excessively barking dogs 250 bucks for a first offense, 500 for a second, and 1,000 for a third if a Department of Animal Services hearing officer decides that your dog is barking too much. The ordinance is expected to get Mayor Antonio Veragosa's signature. It would go into effect before the end of the year. Yikes! I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's Animal Radio. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. This book came across my desk about a week ago. I just started it. It's uh, by Cardwin Terrell, and it's called Part Wild. And she adopts an animal that is, I guess by all counts, would be a wolf, wolf? considered a wolf. Yes. Which is a wild wolf. And you know, wild animals uh, make tough pets. But I (laughs) wanted to bring her on the show and talk a little bit. Caridwin, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. So why did you want to adopt a wolf? Well, the the motivation originally was... um, actually to just get a, a dog. Um, I, I wanted a, a, a domestic dog companion. Um, I had been in a, a really abusive relationship and lost my dogs in that relationship, and I set out to adopt a dog as a protector, and I also wanted a companion for long wilderness treks um, for those 10 to 15-mile days I often did um, in rugged terrain oftentimes. And I went to a local animal shelter to adopt a dog, and by accident encountered a wolf dog, um, an animal that's part wolf and part dog, in any combination thereof. Uh, and that did not work out, um, that animal. They would not adopt him out to me. Um, but I had my heart set, and so eventually I got a pup named Inyo, who was also a wolf dog. And I, I met her when she was just one breath old, and I invested in that tiny creature, all the power of the popular myth that wolves and wolf dogs are more protective than, quote, ordinary dogs. Didn't anyone tell you, though, that uh, this might be kind of a risky move for you? Or get a German Shepherd or something Right, right. Um, Actually, uh, my mom was the biggest attractor. Uh Uh, She said, don't do it. Um, You know, I don't even know if they're legal. And, um, but all, everything on the other side, uh, wolf dog breeders were telling me that introducing a wild streak into the dog genome would produce a smarter, stronger, more loyal animal because they figured that dogs were dumb, you know, read boring versions of wolves that need a little genetic wildness to pet things up. And unfortunately, I believed them, and I learned the hard way that uh, wolf dogs are, in fact, a genetic crapshoot. 
Even in a single litter of wolf dog pups, uh, same mom and dad, you can get wildly different temperaments. So and what happened to you? What happened to this one? Well, she um, was an incredible athlete, an amazing creature, but she did not want to be held by people. She could not handle restraint well at all, which is a characteristic of um, the wild part, of it would be the wolfy part of her, um, not handling restraint well, really driven by her natural instincts to roam. Um, as she got older, she began to want to hunt and to travel long distances, which is normal. It's good behavior for a wolf, but bad behavior for a dog. And uh, they're notorious escape artists, so containment is very, very difficult. And we spent a lot of time in the wilderness I did that just because I love to be out, but because also she needed an incredible amount of exercise, and it didn't matter the weather. We would go out on two-hour runs um, every single day, snow, rain, it wouldn't matter, uh, and in the hopes of helping her to settle down. But as time went on, uh, she began to uh, hunt. Um, she attacked livestock in the area no matter where we moved, and we Ooh. were evicted from ha- houses. Um, I was just going to say, it's hard enough to get your neighbors to accept a dog. Yeah. How do you get your neighbors to accept a wolf? Was right. there a lot of prejudice? <laughs> right, right. And her howling, too. Uh, oh. That's another piece of it. Um, and, she, you know, wolves can hear in a clearing. They can hear up to 10 miles away. In a forest, they can hear 6 miles. So wow. imagine this poor animal living in... The biggest little city in the world of Reno, Nevada, with, you know, its pulsing sounds of highways and, and television. And, you know, she must have been driven mad by all of it. And yeah. can I ask you if you try to train her a little bit to be more subordinate member of your family? Yes. And, and, yes. In fact, we, we did um, obedience training, which didn't last very long. Um, we had a very <laughs> sympathetic trainer uh, who helped us very much but the wolf's mind is so i mean it's 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 wonderful and it's meant for the wild not for a domestic situation and she could not find anything interesting about going around in circles doing walk halt sit stay or heal it was totally uninteresting whereas all the other dogs in the class were having a ball <laughs> with their humans learning this and you know and all she wanted to do was go chew on the horse bridles um in a corner of the store and and chase the horses <laughs> yeah so you wouldn't recommend uh, that anybody get a wild animal or even a part wild animal would you i would not recommend that and, and that's why we have the dog i mean i think that the dog is is remarkably suited. They have a complex set of skills that enable them to live with us so well, and I had to learn that the hard way, um, and that's why I spent five years doing the research and trying to understand more and more the difference between domestic and wild. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, a lot of folks take domestication for granted. You know, I could say to, to a lot of people, hey, you know, isn't it wonderful that that we have this dog that, lives with us so well that can read our cues so well and wants to please us and you know most people would say yeah sure whatever but having lived with an animal that was part wild i will never ever take domestication for granted (laughs) what do you do with something like that i mean you can't let her go now back to the wild because she's been raised by humans could she survive on her own she couldn't in fact um to, and, and unfortunately, many people have let their wolf dogs go loose, thinking uh-huh. that they will survive. Um, 
In fact, a man tried to do that in Glacier National Park. He uh, drove his wolf dogs from Tennessee to Glacier National Park and thought, oh, goody, I've taught them how to hunt squirrels. Wow. I'm going to let them go. And a ranger, um, he tried to sneak out of his campground the next morning, and the ranger saw him running uh, to get to his truck, and he saw these two wolf-like creatures mm. chasing him. Um, basically, to, to let a, a wolf dog, to dump it off, essentially, in the wild is to give it a death sentence. Either it will starve to death, Wild wolves will kill it as an intruder because mm-hmm. wolves are very territorial. Um, it will not survive. It, I would think it would approach humans, too, and, and frighten because, them. Yeah, some would. Some are very wary, but some will approach humans and prey on uh, domestic animals um, because it's easier. So there's not a good fate for these dogs. There is yeah. not. There is not. So, you see, I don't have a psychic hotline like uh, Joe Turner has, but I, I, I don't. I didn't see that lady before, but I, I really love her. And you know why? Because she is like me. She has the bad habits to say the things as it is. She just honestly told her, people, be careful. This may not work for you because we can find a lot of people who can create all the stories about, but it's risky, very risky, and totally supporting her on that. Okay, well, if you want to read the book, and it's all chronicled in the book, yes, Part Wild, and I have 10 copies to give away right now. I won't tell you the ending. 1-866-405, thank you, 1-866-405-8405. If you don't get through, head on over to your bookstore and ask for it, or head on over to Amazon and order it, and we'll put all the information over at the website. Such a pretty name, Kirdwin Terrell. Kirdwin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Important medical alert for users of antidepressant prescription drugs. If you or a loved one used certain antidepressant prescription drugs before or during pregnancy, including Zoloft, Depakote, Paxil, Prozac, Welbutrin, Lexapro, Celexa, or Effexor, and have a child born with a birth defect such as cleft lip, cleft palate, club foot, or other heart, lung, and cranial defects, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation and future medical expenses for your child's condition. Call 800-249-1434 now. If you or a loved one used certain antidepressant prescription drugs before or during pregnancy and have a child born with a birth defect, time is limited to file a claim. Act now. You may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Call 800-249-1434. That's 800-249-1434. The call and consultation are free. 800-249-1434. This is an advertisement. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Carrie L. Steigerwald. Admitted in California. Office address 4350 Executive Drive Suite 150 San Diego, California 92122. Cases may be referred to or handled independently by local counsel for principal responsibility. Hi, Bob Vela here for Canine Caviar. At Canine Caviar, we make your pet's food with only human-grade quality ingredients, and we use dehydrated protein sources like buffalo, chicken, lamb, beaver, venison, and duck. Canine Caviar dog and cat foods are formulated specifically with your pet's optimal health in mind. Canine Caviar is affordable. On average, it only costs a dollar seventy-five a day to feed a 65-pound dog. So go with the best food for your best friend. Don't forget to ask for our free-range grass-fed buffalo treats. For more information, go to KeenineCaviar.com or call 1-800-392-7898. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. Uh, let's take a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Kathy on the phone. Welcome to the show, Kathy. Thank you very much. Hi, Kathy. How can I help you today? 
Well, I have a rescue golden retriever named Cody, who I just had the anniversary of his gotcha day last weekend. And I was trying to find out if you could give me any history. I don't really have any history about where he came from or, you know, really what his life was like before he came to live with me. Okay, and where did you get him from? Grin, Golden Retrievers in Need Rescue. Okay. Um, By the way, the first thing he wants to say is he wants to thank you. He thinks he's happy. And he wants to know what exactly you want to know. So what about him do you want to know? He thinks pretty much what you see is what you get. Oh, he's a fabulous dog. He's the sweetest boy you'd ever want to want to meet or ask for. I was just curious he, if there was any history before he came, like if he was abused or, you know, exactly why he ended up as a rescue. Like what he tells me that home. he was not abused, or at least not in his thought of being abused. Um, what he tells me is it they wanted him and then they didn't want him anymore and there was some other addition. So I'm thinking it could be something I'm asking him. If, was it a small human? Um, I'm thinking they may have had a baby from oh, the okay. things that he's showing me. Okay. And kind of didn't want to mess with having a dog and a baby at the same time. And he thinks he was more trouble at the other place than he is with you. <laughs> he's no trouble at all. <laughs> any idea how old he is? Does he have any idea how old he is? Um, what we can do is ask him, what's, what state are you in? Ohio. Okay, Cleveland. so we'll use cold times for you. We'll ask him how many cold times he's seen. Okay. He says seven. Does he look like he's seven? Well, I was thinking he was just about six. So maybe, maybe that's close. Okay, well, he it's thinks he's seen... It's kind of cold now, so maybe he's counting this one. <laughs> yes, this would be one. Okay. Oh, interesting. And is he happy? He We compete. We do agility, and he travels all over with me. Is he happy doing that? that he is he so totally delighted doing that. He didn't really get to go anywhere or do much before. Oh, good. Okay. And he's good. really happy with all the stuff that he gets to do and the places he gets to see. Oh, great. And he likes his sister, Zoe? He does. He thinks he's a very, he doesn't know what to call it, but he says, like, group-oriented dog, which, of course, would be pretty much true of all Golans. Oh, yeah. He's He's thinking gregarious, I think, is probably the human word he'd be looking for there. Oh, okay, great. So, and all in all, he's a happy dog. He he, thinks you're doing so wonderfully by him. He is just so delighted that he's come to you. Oh, good. Good. Couldn't be happier. That's good to hear. He's... He's a sweet boy, and I love him very much, so I'm glad he's he's happy. He is, and thanks for calling, Kathy. Well, thank you, Joy. I appreciate your input, and it's always nice to talk to you. Have a great day. Thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. Hi, everybody. This is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say, Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. 
too. In Japan, police are honoring a poodle for promoting road safety. The four-year-old poodle named Pluto was honored for walking around on his hind legs wearing a road safety sash during Japan's National Autumn Road Safety Campaign. I did not make this up. After seeing Pluto and his safety sign, passerbys contacted the police saying Pluto had given them a renewed recognition of the importance of road safety. Pluto walked on his hind legs to the police station to receive his honor. His owner, Kimio Koyama, was awarded a certificate of appreciation as well as some dog food for the award. And I was thinking a poodle walking on his hind legs in traffic would cause an accident. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. It is Animal Radio. You lucky dog. Want to talk to Dr. Debbie, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joey Turner, or groomer Joey Volani. We're here. And uh, let's go ahead and take another call for Dr. Debbie. Come on over to the microphone, Doc. Hey, sorry about that. That's okay. Running in today. Busy day for you. We have uh, Trisha. Is it Trisha? Yes, it well, is. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. Hi. Oh, great. Thank you. I love you guys. Oh, we love awesome. you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got two rat terriers, and one of them gets carsick when I take her in the car. Okay. Uh, I've tried different things, having her um, in the back seat uh, so she has an open, you know, so she doesn't feel uh, confined, and then I've tried it with the uh, crate. You know what? Specifically, what kind of things does she do? Um, she basically just starts to, like, heaving. And then she upsucks, and um, I've tried doing not having her have any food, you know, if possible, a couple hours before going on the road. Mm-hmm. But it might be just bowel, and then bless her heart, she, like most dogs, uh, do the disgusting thing. And she likes to eat it back eat up. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's recycling, mom. Event. She's trying oh. to help you. <laughs> Yeah, the other one so, tries to stay away. And then she tries to cover it up, too. Oh, poor baby. See, she's just, she's embarrassed. Now, let me ask yeah, you, when you, when, you first, <laughs> when you first get in the car with her, what does she do? Um, she basically, it doesn't seem like she wants to relax. Um, Petey, that doesn't do it, he just sits down and um, curls up and ready to roll. And she just kind of stands there and mm-hmm. looks kind of, Insecure. Okay. And Does she do much running around, or does she pants a lot, um, preceding no, you know, the actual just, vomiting? She doesn't think. Yeah, it just it's almost like she just is frozen, or she might not really pace, but try to find the right spot. There's been times that she does sit down, but then the next thing I know, um, and I don't even hear it. Um, then the next thing I know, she's rubbing her nose raw because she's trying to cover it up. Okay. All right. Because the reason I'm asking all these questions is for some dogs, they can truly have motion sickness, um, just where the, you know, the inner ear apparatus gets all topsy-turvy and really feels out of whack there. So, and that can actually just truly cause vomiting. But many pets have a component of anxiety with travel. And that's where, you know, we can have both things, but 
the treatment isn't the same for both of them. A pet who has anxiety about car travel may kind of have a lot more of the other symptoms, the panting, the drooling, vocalizing, pacing, you know, kind of getting really worked up. So that's a very different approach. Now, if your puppy is having problems where we're actually kind of sitting there quiet, calm, collected, and then all of a sudden at some point down the road during travel, we're actually vomiting, that might be more car sickness. And for that, I would say that definitely withholding food about four hours before travel is important. Minimize that load, that vomit reflex will be less. Um, but I actually, for those pets, will put them on anti-nausea medicine, motion sickness medication, and that might be something like over-the-counter Dramamine. Um, there are some prescription okay. medications, uh, one called Serenia, that can be used pretty readily. Um, it's actually the only FDA-labeled drug for um, motion sickness in pets. Um, so those might be some remedies that you need to talk to your veterinarian, veterinarian if you know they're in good health and that's appropriate for your pet individually. Um, but that would be more the treatment for that. Now, if we've got more of a car anxiety thing, then we talk about training, you know, reward-based um, positive reinforcement for just kind of sitting in the car. Um, we turn it into more of really kind of a... Um, uh, truly a training opportunity where we might throw in things like dog pheromones to kind of help release some calming effect or even things like lavender to help kind of calm the pet in the car environment. But uh, it sounds to me like you really got a, a doggie that just doesn't like the old movement there. So um, you have the yeah, other choice is, to, the, if at all possible, is to... I didn't like to try to do, but I thought, well, the process of elimination is I let her sit in my lap. Mm-hmm. And it was a very yeah. cool trip. It was just going down to PetSmart, and that was a positive thing, but that's not... If you've got her in your lap while you're driving... In in my mind, that's a very big no-no. Um, that's a dangerous yeah, exactly. thing. Pet, pets should be confined, so they should be either in a harness, a seat belts, or a carrier. And for pets that have car sickness, I think they do best in a confined area. Seeing that world going spinning by at 45 miles an hour or greater can only make that car sickness worse. So uh, I'm a firm believer in keep them confined, keep them in their world very comfortable and small, and um, you know keep those trips short and if possible. You know, if she just doesn't do well with car trips, you know, if at all possible, leave her at home. It's kind, kinder and gentler approach if you can avoid it at all. Thank you for your, your call, Tricia. I hope that helps you some and, and definitely give that baby a good pat on the head. And, uh, you know, she wouldn't be a candidate for the Tilt-A-Whirl. It's like my favorite ride at all carnivals. I don't know. What about you, Hal? Well, I love it. Uh, Jamie, oh, you get just, sick of those. Just don't talking you? about it makes me turn green. Uh, are you as tired as I am? I am. That was a long show. Well, hey, we're here all week long. If you want to check in with us, perhaps you have a question, send us your email to yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. The one 405 number is open all week long also. And we want to remind you, just in case you missed any part of the show, you can get the podcast over at the website, animalradio.com. See you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Back to you next time, guys. This is Animal Radio Network.